0: Talking with Topher is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, NaturalBossNH.com, and SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode sixty-seven. What is happening, TWT fans? I am so happy to be back. Um, it is Monday, July 12th, 2021, and it is, well, raining. Crappy, shitty out there. Has been for quite some time right now. And um, yeah, it's caused me a couple of issues, which I'm going to get into in a couple. Um, Let's see here. I want to thank all the new subscribers. Uh, More of you have joined and getting real close to hitting that 100 subscribers. I am so excited. Uh, That's why I am so happy to be back. I I can't express it enough. Um, It's just amazing. Every person that subscribes and stays subscribed... Uh, Blows my mind every time and I'm super, super, super thankful for it because I am hoping that the podcast is reaching more people and I hope it's helping you as much as it helps me. Um, If you are new to the podcast, remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons, uh, smash them, uh, blow them up, whatever you want to do to the subscribe button, hit it, all right, Do that, comment, uh, 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 set the alarm so you know when all the new episodes upload. All of that stuff is so important to help the podcast and help it with its algorithm and all of that stuff. So I appreciate all of you who already do. Um, But if you don't, please start doing it. It really does help. Um, I'm on social media. That's right. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, I try to go on there almost every day and just do silly little videos. And, of course, I use it to promote this thing like crazy um, with nobody else helping me with that. It's the only thing I can do. So you can follow me on social media. Um, You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And as always, the... Official email of the podcast is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. Put whatever you want to talk about, uh, whatever you want to call me out on. Put it in the subject line, and let's get that started, all right? Again, then official email is T-A-L-K-I-N with TOFER at gmail.com. And now, with all of that out of the way, we can get the podcast started. Woo! What a week. What a friggin' week. Um, definitely not as crazy. You know, th- some things in life are going back to, uh, you know, where where they were, um, in a sense. You know, I'm back to work. Uh, you know, work in my normal schedule. No more masks inside the store, which is so exciting. So, if you're coming to New Hampshire Vape Gallery anytime soon, have no fear, no mask wearing here. Um, I, I just I'm so excited about m- kind of moving back into what was once normal. Um, it feels really good to be able to go to work and not have to wear a mask anymore. It really does. And, you know, I think that's why I was getting a little irritated at, uh, well, I think it's the CDC or uh, the other people there. Uh, What are they called? or World Health Organization, Um, you know, with the new variant and the fear porn it seems like they may tell us to put masks on again and i said this last week quite a bit i don't think i'm going to i don't think i have as much to worry about um anymore you know uh doing everything that they asked me to do um i feel like uh we're getting past this and we're just gonna learn to live with it Uh, but it is a lot worse if you are not vaccinated so I'm not recommending whether you do or whether you don't. You do what's best for you. Um, But this thing isn't going to stop changing. So, um, you know, just be safe out there, whatever you choose to do. But if you're coming into New Hampshire Vape Gallery or any other retail store, um, you don't have to really wear a mask anymore unless, of course, the actual small business or a place asks you to. Um, But I do want a lot of people to understand that, uh, yeah, vaccinated people don't have to wear masks anymore, right? But it's not 100% true. Um, And it's not 100% true because you still have to wear a mask in the medical field, on public transportation, and when you fly. Um, And I feel like that message was missed. Because I was talking to somebody that works in the medical industry, you know, as a nurse checking people in and she's constantly fighting people on putting on their masks and they don't understand why they have to wear a mask inside the hospital if they're fully vaccinated. And man, I wish people would pay more attention to things and stop hearing what they want to hear, and then not looking into it anymore. It's crazy to me because the news has been telling us this. They said if you're fully vaccinated, you will no longer have to wear a mask where it is no longer required, right? So why is it you think that you can walk into a hospital or a medical office or get onto a bus or in a taxi or on a flight of seven hundred people and not wear your mask. You know what I mean? Like I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, you know, Brendan Shaw mentioned that, you know, when he's on a flight, he'll like leave a drink up to his face and then eventually they just you know, you're gonna you have to put your mask on, sir. You know, so he does little things like that, but as soon as they ask him, he puts his mask on. Um but these things are happening more and more and more, uh where People are just like, I'm vaccinated, I don't have to anymore. And they're giving people issues and problems uh, when they're asked to put on a mask. I don't understand it. it's not like this isn't something we haven't been doing for over a year now. And we should all just be used to it. And I just think that we, you know, I think people in general tend to just do whatever they want. Um, whether or not it's right or wrong. Um, I mean, I've done it. I'm definitely guilty of it in the past. Uh, Not anymore. But I feel like I pay more attention to the whole picture today more than I used to. I was very isolated, and if there was something that I wanted to hear and I heard it, that was all I heard. Um, But, yeah, you got to wear your masks, public transportation, flying, and in the medical field. So keep that in mind. And don't give these people a hard time. Um, just put the fucking mask on and call it a day. Right? Whether your bus ride is like an hour or two long. You have to remember. The people asking you to wear a mask are wearing it their entire shift. So when you go to the hospital and that nurse is asking you to put on a mask. That nurse is there for 8 to 12 hours a day wearing their mask because they're required to. So if you're showing up for a 20-minute appointment, just put the mask on. You won't even be there longer than an hour, right? So it's not that difficult is what I'm saying, and just keep that in mind when you're out there. It is not just I'm vaccinated, I don't have to wear my mask anymore, period. It's just where it's no longer required. So, I just wanted to make that clear, because I feel like the message was missed, and or just, uh, you know, avoided, in a sense, Um, but uh, I'll get more into uh, what I wanted to talk about, uh, doctors, gloves, stuff like that, and uh, mass requirements uh, during the current events, Um, but you know, weekly roundup, what I like to do is I like to talk about my entire week, what I've been doing, what's going on. So here's what's been going on. I'm taking in water. I've lived in this house now nine years. I think it's nine years. I think we signed and bought the house in 2013, but we were living here in 2012. It could be 2011 then bought the house in 2012 uh i think it is i think it is yeah so we we rented to own in 2011 then we bought the place in 2012 so we've been here nine years it's 2021 that's yes that's what it is so i've never i mean i can't say never i I gotta retract that um i have well no i've never seen so much water in my basement Never seen so much water in my basement. Have I had leakage issues before? Yes. Tore the gutters off the house and all the rain uh, made its way through the rock foundation on a specific side of my house. And then uh, we put gutters on. That solved that issue. Every now and then I get a good amount of water that does come in on that side of the foundation. But nothing crazy uh, my bulkhead is a piece of crap. It's fallen apart. It was wood wrapped in metal. So you can already figure out how rotten and it, it's just, a, it's destroyed. They didn't uh, put cement screws through it. So they never really bolted it to the cement that it's sitting on. They like laid it on the cement and then they bolted it into the house and it just lays there, so all the wood is swollen inside, the metal's expanding, it's rusted, it's it's just shot to shit. So at, when I get a heavy, heavy, heavy rain, you'll get rain coming down the steps, and it goes under the door, and I get a little bit of water there, but it's not like anything I was like, oh my god, what's gonna what's happening? No, this time, and I wish I had taken some video this morning, but I was... Too busy worrying about the water getting to my furnace um, and just ruining everything. So if you walk down my basement stairs, you know, the corner of the foundation is right there. Now, that corner of the foundation is approximately six to eight feet away from the corner of the porch. So the water is coming off the gutter, going into that cement that's all cracked up now. It's just, it's a mess uh, because I took the gutters off the house. Now, this is not something that, like, I'm completely shocked about, but I am confused. I tried to move the downspout to a different spot, and it didn't work. It didn't work. I turned the spout so it goes this way, And the cracked corners over here. So I was trying to push the water away from the cracked area until I can fix that part of that. And then I think I have to go underneath the deck and fill in the dirt and really pack in the rocks and put that corner back together and try to divert the water from coming back towards the foundation before I can seal the foundation. Now, we have gotten some moisture and stuff like that in that corner uh, for the last couple years. I'm not going to say that I've never seen water there. I've just never had it be like it was this morning. So I walked down, and I opened. I was like, oh, I had to. That's right. I go into the kitchen this morning. It was about 630. And I look out the the kitchen door, which allows me to see the gutters at the uh, uh, wrapping around the farmer's porch. And I'm looking and I'm noticing all this water spilling over the edges of the gutter. And I'm like, oh, well, this is an issue. So what do I do? I, I grab my shoes. I run upstairs. I open up the door. That I, I mean, the door. I don't have a door leading to my farmer's porch roof. I have a window. I go out the window. Now it is pouring out. Six thirty this morning. I mean, cats and dogs. It's crazy. I go out onto the roof. I'm looking at the rain that's coming off the tippy top roof, coming down onto the farmer's porch, and I'm like, oh i totally forgot i need gutters for these two sides so they'll stop drilling into the roof that i put on two years ago three three years ago and now looks like it needs to be redone because the water washed all that away i never put a gutter under it ah just owning a house issues and then i walk over to the gutter and i look down and it's full I'm like, oh my God. So I start digging my hand in and I'm just pulling out helicopters like piles. I had a pile this, this big, it's at the bottom of my steps right now. Cause I had nowhere to throw it out. Um, so I'm pulling it out and I'm putting it in on the roof and then I throw it down onto the driveway, trying to keep it off the lawn. And as I'm coming around the corner, I, I, Stab myself with a screw that's coming through the gutters because you can't see them. And then I make my way to the actual downspout uh, part. And as soon as I move the helicopters, you just heard all the water. It just started rushing down. I pull out that last group of friggin' stuff. I put it up on the roof. And I sit over the roof. And I'm looking down. And I am watching this water. Just flood the entire area near the uh, near the steps um, from the farmer's porch leading to the sidewalk, and I'm like, oh my god, this is definitely why I have so much water in the basement. So now I'm like, all right, I gotta get this stuff onto the ground. I gotta get back inside. I'm now soaked. I have to change. Then I go downstairs. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to go to the basement. Because what is this doing to my basement right now? So I go, I open the door to the basement, turn on the light, and there is a fucking fountain. Like, let me just, let me try to put it in perspective. When you, if you, I don't know, water bubblers, I know they're not like being used right now. But if you remember a water bubbler, you walk up to it, you press the little fucking push button and a stream of water comes out, and you can drink from it, right? Public watering fountains. That size stream is coming out of my wall. It is pissing through that. I have never seen this happen. So panic, of course, and uh, in the corner, it's, It's not spraying out of the corner. It's just trickling down like one of those little water fountains that uh, you fill up. Uh, They're probably 19, 20 bucks. So it's not like an actual fountain. The water just basically overpours on it and then it runs down and it just makes a nice little noise. Um, It looks exactly like that. It's just coming down the rock and it's just filling up my basement floor. It has made it all the way over to the furnace. And then if you keep walking down past the furnace, you'll see the washer and dryer. And then you make your way to the bulkhead door. It was all the way down to my washer. That is a lot of water. So now I'm trying to use the squeegee and I'm trying to push it into the corner. And mind you, two days before this, on the other heavy rain we had, I had a a carpet at the bottom of that and it was completely drenched. Again, two four gallon mop buckets full of muddy water, and same thing, squeegeeing it over into where uh, my water pipe comes in from the city because that's the only spot in the basement where there's actual dirt on the floor. So I'm like, oh, I'll just push all the water here, and the, the dirt will absorb it because that's what it's there for in case that water pipe. Breaks or leaks, you know, it doesn't fill up the basement floor. It just goes into the dirt. So I'm using all of this. I'm trying to get this water contained. Now, mind you, the squeegee I'm using, I bought when I was at Tractor Supply um, in Merrimack. So this squeegee has been in my house now for six or seven years, and I've never used it. I was like, I have no idea why I actually bought this squeegee until today. I was so happy I had it. It really helped me push all that excess water. I get everything cleaned up, and now it's seven thirty in the morning. It finally, it, it like started to slow down, and then the rain picked up outside again around seven seven fifteen, and the wall started pissing all over the place again. So I am freaking out inside. I'm not yelling and screaming. I am not flipping out. I am just. Panic driven. I am just trying to do everything I can to make sure the water stays away from the furnace. Um, You know, I bought a whole bunch of water and stuff. All of the boxes got wet. So now I'm trying to dry those boxes so they don't rip when we pick them up. And it's just a nightmare. It's a disaster. Uh, My basement is very damp right now. Super annoying. But. Not the end of the world. I kept the furnace clean. I kept the uh, 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 I kept all the water dry. Uh, I figured out where the water is flowing, um, so I can actually put down little sandbags and stuff like that. Like I have um, all kinds of stuff downstairs that I can use to, to make the water go where I want it to. Luckily, as of right now, three four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I don't have any of that to worry about. Right now, it's stopped. I, I'm hoping it doesn't pick up again. Um, but if it does, I'm prepared for it. So my basement is taking in water now. It's taking in a lot of water. It's only around the unfinished uh, foundation. So my foundation is rocks. They stacked rocks. They filled it with filler. They filled it with dirt and they just stacked it, and then they built a house on top of it. That's how they used to do it in the 1900s. There is no such thing as a formed or poured foundation. So I'm dealing with really old foundation, but where these exposed walls are, you can't build like they did the rest of the the basement. They actually built the wall out, And flattened it. And filled it with cement. And where all of that is done. I have no issues. With the rock foundation. Now do I know how to do this? No. I don't even know who to call. So I'm like freaking out. Um, I'm trying to figure out. What I should be doing about the foundation. And I. Finally got it to a spot. Where I could leave it. And go to jiu-jitsu this morning, which was phenomenal to get back on those mats. Can't wait to get back Wednesday. Felt so good. Uh, I, love being, I love being able to put my anger somewhere. Uh, all the emotion that I've been building up inside from the loss of my grandmother and everything else. It was really nice to get that out today. You know, I did some of that with yard work and doing certain things, but it just it's different on those mats. You really get to put some work in and uh, tire yourself out, and it really helps me focus and take on the rest of my day. So I'm so glad that school's open and vacation's over. Um, but when me and Tyler got back uh, at a house, we were sitting around, hanging out, chit-chatting, and, uh, you know, I was talking about uh, how the shop is coming up on five years of uh, being open. Um, So we will be an established business uh, after July uh, 21st this year. And that is so exciting because September 14th will be my five years free from alcohol. And that is... Super exciting to think about because I mean it's not here yet, but I know I'm gonna make that goal, and I am just so excited about this accomplishment. Um, it's not here yet, so I'll hoot and holler about it more. I do have uh, about two months and two days left, but that time is gonna go by so quickly that uh, we were talking about it, and I was just excited. I'm like, well, look at how many things are happening. Because I've gotten rid of alcohol in my life. It's just amazing um, to have these accomplishments, to have this time under my belt and be able to live life, um, you know, clear. I, I still smoke pot, but that doesn't fog me out. It doesn't make me forget things. It does, if anything, it just helps me hyper-focus. Um, Do I get paranoia from it? Of course I do. Uh, But it's not a big deal. It's it's, It's just how it reacts with me. I've learned to deal with it. And it's something in my life that I use as a tool to stay away from alcohol because I need to stay away from the substance that was ruining my life. You know, I can just work on myself. And I hope that didn't glitch out again. I've been having a power issue in here. Yeah, that's been happening a lot. My lights have been flickering. I shut the AC off, but it seems like uh, I'm either drawing too much power or I don't have enough power for this setup. I don't know. It's weird, but I'm hoping that didn't just fuck up the video. Anyways, tearing down that fourth wall again. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, you know... uh. Being almost five years and doing this podcast and helping myself get my thoughts out there and, of course, telling my stories helped me relive all those bad times that I had. Um, And Actually, I'm learning from all of those experiences still today because when I tell my story – I have to go through the memory banks, and sometimes in the middle of telling one of my stories, I remember shit that I forgot about, you know? So doing all of this is really helping me make sure that I stay off of alcohol. Stay away from it. It's bad news, right? And um, seeing that it's helping people out there uh, go... And change their lives or keep them off of uh, their addiction. I think that's phenomenal. Like I said, when I started this, it was just for me. But now where it is today, I know it's more than that now. And getting so close to 100 subscribers, I'm getting very close to telling my big story. Now, I don't know. That's pretty. I mean, it is the biggest one that I have. So it's the one that I care about the most and you know, I'm going to have to write this stuff down, but I have all of you to thank out there. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to get you to be more interactive with the podcast. I think it's fun. That's what the emails for, you know, T-A-L-K-I-N, uh, with tofer at gmail.com Um, you, you can always leave comments and on YouTube, you can follow me on Instagram. I want more people to get involved with the podcast because that's also going to help this grow. I'm hoping that there's people out there that have some questions and I'm hoping that I'll be capable of answering them. Now going off of this, I had a woman come into the store, uh, Saturday and we had a great conversation. Uh, she was she she's in AA. And um, so she was telling me about her experiences and what she was dealing with and what she was going through. And I, I and she was like, oh, and I started talking about my experiences and what I went through. And I told her that, like, I don't believe in uh, like AA per se. Like, I'm not going to tell you to go to AA even though I think it can help a lot of people. I'm not saying that the program doesn't help. The program helps all kinds of people all the time and it always has. That's why it's there. Um you know, and I have been in and out of so many different programs that um I've learned a lot from all of them. Now she said that things have changed in AA and, you know, they don't look so much towards Oh, excuse me. Woo. Um, they don't look so much towards God and stuff anymore. You know, they are trying to say it's more of a higher power, but it's still spiritual, right? So, at the end of the day, it still seems godlike. And That's what I have a problem with. I never had a problem with the actual program itself. I think the program's actually good. When I was in AA back in 2004, I I became a speaker. I ran. um, I didn't run the group, but I would speak at the group. I would be the head speaker at the group. I've done, I did that for a while. And I mean, once I started drinking again, obviously stopped going to that group. And I fell out again. Mm, ah, Shit. Sorry about that. I am extremely tired right now, and this weather does not help. But, so I'm telling her about my AA experiences, in in a sense, you know, not saying that I'm against it, but I just kind of fell out of it. Plus, every time I was there, I was there because the... Frigging government wanted me there. They, you know, when you show up to AA and you got that white piece of paper that you need to have signed all the time, you're looked at a little bit differently. And I don't think you should. Yes, am I mandated to be here? Absolutely, you are. But I'm still here. And how are you going to judge the person with the white piece of paper any different? than somebody who comes into that group and just sits down. So she was telling me how there's a lot of old timers in AA, and that makes sense, right? Because a lot of these people have been sober for a long time, and that's what they've known. But she says that a lot of younger people feel pushed out by the older generation because they won't be 100% sober. And I was telling her, I'm like, I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like you should be able to go in there, and it doesn't matter if it's heroin, cocaine, uh, alcohol. I know that it's not a narcotics anonymous meeting, but an addiction is an addiction. The person who is addicted, their brain works the same as Any other person that's addicted to anything. So if you're addicted to porn, if you're addicted to alcohol, cocaine, methadone, uh, heroin, whatever. It does benzos. It doesn't matter. Right? The brain is doing the exact same thing. The difference is what's the poison? What is the poison? My poison was alcohol. So I had to stay away from. From alcohol. Not marijuana. I never had any problems with anything else. I enjoyed pill popping. But never got to the point. Where I had to pop pills. So therefore. In my. Uh, addict brain. I'm like. Alcohol is the issue. Got to get rid of alcohol. Now I've told everybody here. How. I. I got off of alcohol and it wasn't from anybody telling me to it wasn't from the government telling me to it wasn't from an aa program it was the simple fact that i was driving uber drinking and got pulled over i didn't get in trouble so i went home and i drank what i had and i never touched it again i told myself i have to get off of it The same goes for anything else. We cannot force anybody into quitting. They have to want to. Right? When I got sick of cigarettes, I chose to vape. Now that I'm vaping, I'm choosing to get rid of the vape because I want a better alternative for myself and I'm tired of dealing with certain things. Is it going to happen overnight? No, why? Because nicotine doesn't ruin my life. So therefore, when I s- keep telling myself I want to get off the vapes, want to get off the vapes, I'm sick of charging them, I'm sick of changing coils I'm sick of, sick of I'm a sick of it, right But I keep doing it because I'm an addict who's addicted to nicotine who doesn't want to let go a hundred percent yet. But it's not ruining my life. So I look at it as an okay thing. Just like when I, di- when I smoke pot or eat edibles. That's not ruining my life. So therefore, I don't find it to be an issue. So she a- asked me if I would speak at a meeting. She said that a lot of younger people want to hear these things. I was completely blown away. I am not used to this. I am not used to being in a state of mind where people actually want to listen to me. But here I am, episode 67, 100 subscribers later. It still blows my mind that this is happening. It still blows my mind that this thing went where it went. I expected family members to subscribe. I expected nothing. I expected nothing, and I got a whole lot more than nothing. I got a lot of something. I got people asking me questions. I got people that come into the store that watch the podcast and listen to it. I mean, there are just so many of you now. I mean, 100 is a lot to me. I know it's not a big number. I know I'm not a giant podcast. It's a lot to me. I never expected this at all. So when she asked me to speak, I'm like, at a meeting? And she's like, well, would you? And I'm like, I don't know if I should. I'm not a member, even though I'm not drinking and I'm still doing kind of the program in a sense. But I'm not. There is, like... That program is, 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 it's so good. It is a good program. It's not a bad program, but it's got a lot going on. You know, the, the what is it, 14 steps? Um, if you're doing what I'm doing and you're staying away from, I call it poison, okay? Because it poisons your life. It ruins it. It's a poison. You introduce it back into your life. Your life goes back to shit. You're being poisoned. But you're going to, without knowing it, work some of the stuff that is done in AA. And because I was in the program so much, there are certain things that I do that are program-based. But I don't utilize all of them. I don't believe in God. I don't believe... That one day, I'm going to be somewhere better than this. I think we're here. We need to enjoy this as much as possible. Because once it's gone, it's gone. Now, we could have an argument or a debate about whether or not you're going So We have no way. There is nobody, nobody that has died and then told us how it is. We don't have anybody to do that. So as far as I know, nothing happens. And I know that I've been dealing with death for a little bit, so it's kind of been on my brain. But I just, I don't know. I guess to be hopeful that there's something else out there, maybe something better than what we're dealing with now, would be a wonderful thing. But I think we're in heaven, man. I think we're doing it. We're in it. This is it. What you make of your heaven is what you get. And you only get one shot at it. Now, of course, there's reincarnation. There's all kinds of stuff. I'm not arguing there's not all kinds of stuff out there to help us deal with the thought of dying. I think that's what it's all designed for. It's to help us deal with the fact that we are going to die one day. And maybe it makes that a little bit easier. I'm not saying that's wrong. It's just something that I don't believe in. I believe in putting in the work, making this as enjoyable as possible. And of course, there's ups, there's downs, there's death, there's life. There's all kinds of shit. You're going to have a good time and a bad time. It's not always going to be a good time. Life can't always be a good time. It can't. There's got to be struggles. There's got to be stuff you got to get through. That's what makes us better people. So when she's asking me to speak at this group, I'm like, oh, well, I don't really know if I should because groups are pretty sacred. They're supposed to be anonymous, and you don't want just, I don't know, maybe just anybody showing up once and spouting off a bunch of stuff. For the younger generation to hear, because like I told her, how I'm still smoking pot. I'm still doing these things, but I'm doing it in a sense to, to to uh keep my um god damn it, this is the this is the friggin' vaccination COVID brain. I can't remember simplistic words, but I can remember simplistic like it's stupid. Just stupid. I can't remember certain things, and it's so annoying. Um, but uh, um, it's it, these are the tools that I use to stay away from alcohol. I use the things that don't get me in trouble. I use the things that better my life, and I use the things that can help pro help my with my mental, my mental stress, my uh, me- depression, whatever. I have figured a lot of this stuff out. You know. She was telling me how she got put on depressants and now she's feeling better. And I told her that's great. And once you feel good, you may not need those depressants anymore. And you're going to have to talk to somebody about that. I I spent years getting on my medication, figuring out my medication, and then it took two years to get off my medication because I found alternatives that work better better than the prescription drugs I was getting because I got rid of alcohol. No other reason. I got rid of the thing that was causing the issue. It was causing my depression. It was causing me to fuck up. It was causing me to ruin my life. And that is why I needed to stop. So, at the end of the conversation, she was like, well, if you won't come to a meeting is it possible for me to bring someone to you so that you could talk to them because they need to hear this they're afraid when they go into these meetings that they're going to be looked at differently because they are still smoking pot but they're not drinking anymore or they're in there and and, and heroin's the issue or cocaine's the issue now there's no real big difference between NA meetings and AA meetings. There's some rules that are different. There's some things that are not said. But for the most part, the programs are pretty similar. So you don't have to always feel like I, I, I have cocaine, heroin issues, so I need to go to NA. NA. There may not be as many available for you as there are AA meetings because AA meetings have been around a lot longer. So there's more of them. So you should feel okay going to an AA meeting as a person who's trying to stay away from a narcotic. I don't believe this to be a wrong way of thinking of things. I think of it as the new way of thinking of things. Like I said earlier, if you are ruining your life with something and that something is the one thing you need to get away from, it's all the same at the end of the day. It's all the same. An addict is an addict. The issue is the issue. So once you get away from that issue... You should feel better. Now, I'm not saying that everybody can use alternatives. There are a lot of people that have to stay away from everything 100%. That is very true. I'm not one of those people. I I don't have an issue um, using marijuana or mushrooms, and having the fear of going back to alcohol. Because both of those make me realize even more that I don't need it. But that is me. That is not you. Whoever you are out there. So I like to make these things clear. And after having this conversation with this woman, I was like, you know what? People do need to hear this. The younger generation needs to hear this shit because it's true. And this is why I told her I can never say I'm sober because she was confused. She's like, but you're sober. And I go, but I'm not. And she's like, well, I don't understand. And I go, well, I still smoke pot. Yeah, but it's legal, it's still a drug. Technically, if I was to stop doing mushrooms, stop smoking pot, I quit drinking, I'm still not drug free. Why, you ask? I'm still drinking coffee. Caffeine is a drug. Nicotine is a drug. I still vape. I still take non-nicotine pouches to get my nicotine. So... Are any of us drug-free? No, I don't believe so. Soda is a drug. It's caffeine. Caffeine is a drug. I'm pretty sure the definition of a drug is anything that alters your, uh, uh, um, not state of mind, but your, your, uh, your normal state of mind. So like when you wake up in the morning. You're sober at that moment for the most part if you weren't like partying hard the night before. So let's just say person like myself, let's just say me. Smoke a joint, 10.30 at night, I wake up crystal clear in the morning. I am not under the influence of anything. I've slept it off, I wake up, and there I am. That's sober me. And then I brush my teeth and I have coffee. I'm no longer sober. So I think saying that you're sober is an incorrect term because if we were to look at the definition of drugs, actually, you know what? I don't know where my mouse is. Mousy mouse. I'm pretty sure, and I'm going to do this really fast. I think I'm on a new tab. All right. Um, Definition of drug so drug a substance used in the diagnosis treatment or preventative of a disease as a component of medication such a subject substance as recognized defined by the US Food Drug and Cosmetic Act let's go to the Webster Dictionary substance No, I'm not donating. Don't you hate this shit? A substance used as a medication or in preparation of medication, according to the food. A substance recognized in official pharmacopoeia or formulary. Nope. A substance intended for use to diagnose, cure, treat, or prevent disease. A substance other than food intended to affect structure or function of the body right that's 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 everything i mean we're on drugs all the time a substance intended for use as a component of a medicine but not a device or a component part and an accessory of a device something uh something and often an illegal substance that causes addiction have uh or marked Change in your consciousness. So, like I just said, literally almost everything is a drug. Anything that alters your normal state of mind. So, this is why I said I can never say that I'm sober because I'm not. And as far as I know, like 98% of the fucking U.S. and or planet is not sober. Because everybody's using caffeine, everybody's using everything. Now, there are some people that don't use caffeine, they don't do... I get it. That You're a very small percentage and... Oof, man, I don't know how you're doing it. I can't live without my caffeine or my nicotine in my life. And that's my fault. I got addicted to these substances and I have to deal with them. But... This is why I said I'm not sober. And she was so confused, but it, like, clicked for her. She she was like, wow, that really makes sense, and that's why she asked. And we'll discuss this further. So she's going to come back in. I don't know if I'm going to go to the meeting and speak. I might, you know, just for myself. These are things that I'm thinking about, and which is kind of selfish. But at the same time... This kind of came out of the blue. I don't really know what to do with this. I've never been asked to do this except for 2004 when I actually had the group ask me to speak and then they asked me to run the meeting. That was pretty friggin' cool and I did enjoy it. So I might enjoy this. I'm enjoying talking into a camera. So what's better than talking into a microphone and a camera than actually talking to a group of people? I mean, I I don't know. I think it's so neat. Uh, so we'll see where this goes. Um, You know, she said that she might be bringing a couple of the younger guys in to just talk to me while I was at work, and I don't know how that's going to go because the way the shop's been lately, it's been so busy that I may not have the opportunity to do that when they show up, and I can't, like, not take care of customers just because somebody – is having a hard time figuring out how to, uh, stay away from substances or stay sober. Um, so I don't know how it's going to go, but I thought it was really cool. She was very nice. She's on a very good path. Um, and she's working on it. And I just think that's really cool and powerful. It's very powerful. Um, so we'll see where it goes, but I, I cannot and will not say that I am sober. You know, anything that alters your state of mind is a drug. And the more people that understand that, I think the easier on legalizing uh, marijuana across the U.S., opening up, uh, you know, MDMA studies, um, opening up psilocybin and LSD studies they're going to become the norm because we're finding out that all of these things have medicinal use. We've just been lied to for like over 70 years. No big deal. Right. You know, Oh, when are we not being lied to? Um, so yeah, that's what was going on there. That's what I dealt with at work. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We are open seven days a week. That's right. Seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And you can always feel free to give us a call if you're looking for something in particular. 603-814-4171. And I am happy to announce you no longer have to wear a mask inside our store. Woo hoo! We're moving forward, um, but we've got it all. RPM two, amazing device. I love it. IPX80, awesome device. We've got those in stock. We got the coils. We got everything. Escobars, you looking for the best disposable that I carry? It's definitely the Escobar. Peach ice. Blue Raspberry, and nine other flavors to choose from. 2,500 puffs, 25 bucks in stock. What? Did you say flavors? I did say flavors. You can't find any. That's because every state surrounding New Hampshire is basically banned it. So, come and get some flavored juices. Right? You need flavors. You need menthol. You need... Flavors with menthol? Got 'em. Come on in, telling you today, you're gonna find that exactly what you're looking for at New Hampshire Bape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And you're more than welcome to shop in our store now without a mask. Give us a call, 603-814-4171. Always happy to answer your questions. And I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. I love this website. I love all of my sponsors' websites. But this one is one of my absolute favorites. I love organic products. These are organic products made here in New England. They're made locally. And they're made by a mom. That's right. A mom that needed something to do during a pandemic. So these are great products, and I am so excited to always be advertising for them. NaturalBossNH.com. You can get your foot and body soaked to help melt away those stressful days. Their salve is great for dry skin. Their hand sanitizer. Keeps your hands clean, safe from the flu, keeps you safe from COVID. The lip balm, keeping the lips moist without cracking. It's phenomenal. And then, of course, the beard oil, which I have no experience using, but I've heard from a bunch of people that it is absolutely amazing, and it keeps the beard looking fresh, clean, and healthy, which is all very important. And you can get these... Today at NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Buy one or all five of these products today. Well, I've said it once and I'll say it again. SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. That's SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. Look at this. Amazing, right? Didn't I tell you? Get some... Of the yoga pants for your girl while she's at the gym. Well, not only has she got the yoga pants and she's also wearing the shirt. These products are made for everybody at any time. Beach, gym, working in the yard, working on your car, doing whatever you're doing. Maybe your kids are going back to school. Well, everybody's got out of school, but they got to go back, right? Let's get them some cool shirts. Look at this tiki the snake riding the, co- the 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 snake riding the skateboard oh that was a tongue twister for me um but i mean look at this isn't that cool i think they're cool i think your kids would look great in some slow down clothing and be the talk of the school make some new friends i tell you this because i believe it to be true a lot of the times that I wear the slow down clothing, it's a real conversation starter because people see it and they're like, I like that. Because it's tattooed inspired. So people love tattoos, right? Well, who doesn't want to look at a tattoo on a shirt? I'm telling you, it's a great icebreaker. I love it. I love their hats. I love I can't wait to get their sweatshirt. Absolutely. By far, one of my favorites. I can't... I, I, I just... I love the gloves. I love the skateboards. I mean, a lot of them are sold out right now. But Pretty much the dual kits sold out. They have them individually. But they got so many to choose from. So many different prints of leggings. And it's just so, so many products. And I love their swim shorts and their beach towels. But you can only get this stuff at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com that's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com you're not sure how to spell that it's right here at the bottom of the screen type it in or go to the description and click on the link that I provided for you again slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com get all the latest gear and now back to talking with Topher we're gonna do some current events, and uh, the first one I want to get into the Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier fight. Now it's been all over the news; it's been all over everywhere. More Morning Combat. I mean, you name it. Um, the 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 um, what was it? Uh, Brendan Schaub brought back uh, Fight Companion, which I'm not mad at. Um, but I—if you're gonna do Fight Companion, I just think it needs to be comedians. Now, I had a friend tell me, "Oh, well, you know, he needs to bring back Joe Rogan," and I'm like, "Well, Joe Rogan doesn't have enough time to do this. this is why the kind of why Brendan uh, took it over? Um, because uh, Rogan's not gonna come back to it. I don't, I don't see Rogan ever coming back to the Fight Companion and picking those up again." Now he just talks to individual fighters and gets that all going, which I really enjoyed, which is his MMA show, I believe. Um, But so Brendan has gotten uh, Joe's uh, uh, blessing to take over Fight Companion, do it on its own label. So he's doing it through Thick Boy, and uh, the studio looked great. But my issue was is that it was all, all fighters. One guy was from Zoo Culture, which is the gym he goes to. And then there was two fighters, which are still active today. And then it was himself. Um, Cody Cody, and somebody else. But anyways, I feel like it would have been better if um, he... Had comedians there, right everybody when the f- chat first started firing up, everybody's like Where's chappelle? where's Callen? now, I believe Callen was in Europe during this, um so he wouldn't have been able to do it but chappelle i think I think Chappelle should have been there, but he could have been doing a show um I'm not hundred percent sure on that. I think he was. Uh, Magoobies or something. Um, I think he was going uh, to do shows at. But I understand what Brendan's doing. He's trying to bring back the fight companion. He's trying to bring back something that he had a lot of fun doing. And I'm not criticizing that at all. Because again, just like myself, it's free content, right? You can't be that mad at free content. Like right now... I'm dealing with a lighting issue so I had to get this light reflector thing because I did not like how shiny I looked last week a couple people pointed it out but I had already noticed it we notice these mistakes if you got a show like Brendan who's got a producer the producer will say hey this was a little messed up, and we maybe change it for next show. But it's not gonna get crazy. It's just like me doing my own shit. Every time I record an episode, I gotta change something. It just wasn't that good. It wasn't quite how I wanted it. Or I look so shiny, but I didn't realize I was gonna look shiny because I just moved the camera, and I can't really look at myself when the camera's here and the camera's over there. You know what I mean? The monitor's over here. The camera's here. I can't turn my head and see my frontal face. So, I had to get a light thing to stop the light from being on me. And I'm hoping I'm a little bit less shiny, but I need to figure it out. I think I need a bigger one. So, it's a whole thing. I'm trying to figure this shit out. I got a 36-inch light. I think I need a 43-inch light thing. So, that being said... I know that he's doing what he loves and what he enjoys and it's free content for us. I just, the fight companion was always comedians talking about the fight. Now, yes, Rogan is a commentator. He knows a lot about fighting. Eddie Bravo has got his jujitsu. He knows a lot about fighting. But you had Brian Callen, who was oblivious to most of, of fighting in general. And then you had Brendan Schaub, who was a fighter. So it was like this nice blend. You didn't have too many people that were like... So it wasn't always a fight-based conversation. And this fight companion was. But the fight itself... So I love love that he's bringing it back, and I know he's just going to keep making it better and better. And, you know, thank you always for the free content. It's what I want to make sure I get out there because I'm not being negative because I want people to like my videos, and I also want everybody to understand that this is free for you. All you have to do is like and subscribe. That's all you have to do. That boosts my mood. And keeps me coming back here week after week. And I want everybody to know that I'm always trying to make it a little bit better. Sound is going to get better again. And I'll discuss that in a moment. But, Connor breaks his leg. Now, I will be honest with you. I have not watched the fight. I said I was going to watch the fight and I didn't. I listened to the fight companion. That's how I watched the fight. I was Every time I buy a card... The fight I'm waiting for ends so quickly from eye pokes or just whatever. And it never goes the distance. And then I get upset that I spent the money and it didn't go the distance. So, I didn't want to spend the money and have this one not go the distance. And it didn't. Connor McGregor broke his leg. It wasn't from Poirier. It was... It looked like he was stepping back, and it just fucking snapped. Like I said before the fight, Conor is getting tired. Now, he doesn't want to admit that. Nobody wants to admit that. But as we get older, we get more frail. Shit that used to never break or fail us just starts falling apart. Me being in my 40s, I know exactly what I'm saying. My shit does not work like it did when it was in its 20s. Does it work pretty good? Yeah, it does. But I know my limitations. I know I can't do certain things anymore. So you try not to do those things so you don't hurt yourself because hospital bills are super expensive. With or without insurance. Doesn't matter. Just stay out of the hospital. So, I was completely and absolutely shocked that, one, I said I would put my money on Poirier, and I was right. He won. This fight is over. The trilogy is in. Dustin is the winner of the trilogy. Now, here's where it gets a little weird. They're going to give Connor a rematch once he's healed. Because he feels like it was almost unjust, but it's not because it the win is still in the books. So you can't look at this trilogy as not over. It's it's over. Dustin's the winner. Dustin go get goes get his uh, chance to, for the title of lightweight. And so because of that, I'm, like, confused of why they're going to give him, you know, another rematch and why Conor wants another rematch. Like, the trilogy's over. Let's just let it go now, right? Nope. They're going to – and, I, I, of course, Connor's going to be out for six months to a year. For sure eight months. For sure eight months to, to let the bone heal, get everything back. His leg is going to atrophy – He's going to have to rebuild all that muscle. And I feel like that's going to take some time. Not going to be an easy uh, recovery. Um, But hopefully, it's a speedy one for him, um, of course. But, I mean, another one, the trilogy, I believe, is over. And Dustin is the winner. But Connor is Connor, Connor is money and they want to throw conor wherever they can to rake in the most cash because he's a money pull. So I understand where the UFC's coming from this as well, but holy shit, huh? It didn't go the distance. Like I didn't th- like I thought it was not going to, but unfortunately, you know, just one of those things where his leg just gave out. Now, was it because of the calf kicks? Was it because of the... Probably. But how many of those was he practicing? You know what I mean? So, in the sparring, all this stuff, all the stuff, man, it just leads to um, this happening. You know, he could have had a hairline fracture from sparring, and then Dustin kicks him, That hairline fracture got a little bit longer, and then all he did was put his weight on it. That's it. We're fragile. We are literally water balloons with blood in them. Blood and bones. So we are super fragile. Any of this stuff can happen to any of us. And it's just unfortunate that it happened. Um, But at the end of the day, Dustin's the winner. Connor's the loser. And as for a fourth fight, I mean, I won't watch it like I didn't watch this one, but I bet you it'll be pretty good. So we'll see what happens. And they're talking about putting Conor in some fight. I think the Nick Diaz trilogy should be next. If if Conor heals up and he wants to continue fighting, I think they should do Nick Diaz next. Let's get that trilogy out of the way. <coughs> So, pretty crazy. I know I didn't click on anything. Um, But yeah, Poirier is the winner. People are doing nasty shoeys. Oh, just so gross. I think a shoey is disgusting. They did it on Morning Combat, too. But I was super pleased... That I actually said that, you know, I would put my money on this guy. I was so happy because I've made so many fake bets (laughs) in my own mind. And I've always lost. And I'm like, ah, this is why I don't gamble. And I would have won some money on this one. So I thought it was pretty cool. And now uh, Dustin is the uh, champion of that. So here's the next one. All right. Now, this is back to the healthcare and wearing masks and all this stuff. Another thing that's going to happen, okay? Now, I was listening to a podcast, and I can't remember which one because that's the way my brain works. But they were talking about doctors and operating rooms and stuff like that and comparing gloves to the mask mandate in the medical field today so i'm gonna skim over this i did look a little bit into it but it's very difficult to find exactly what they were talking about but there has been all kinds of stuff around gloves being worn in the operating room um from 1860 to 1970 um and and what they were talking about was happening around the 1980s during the AIDS pandemic. Um so when AIDS was rampant and they didn't know what it was, they didn't know who was going to catch it, they didn't know anything, right? That's when doctors start or surgeons started wearing gloves all the time to operate on us. Now this blue My mind. Because I was like, oh, well, uh, you know, anywhere after the 1940s, 50s, they must have all been wearing gloves to operate on us. That is false. They actually didn't start wearing gloves 100% until AIDS. So when they were scrubbing down before they operated on you, they were scrubbing down their hands and then operating on you. And then scrubbing down their hands to wash all of the blood and everything else off of their hands. So they were in there with their nails exposed. You know, what if the guy didn't cut his nails that day? I mean, I just had so many things running through my brain when I heard this. Which is why my mind was blown. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about here? But now, because of AIDS, in every situation in the hospital you have to be wearing gloves when touching someone so now that that is now now that i know this the mask thing makes more sense so we will never be in a spot to not wear a mask inside the medical industry ever again covid has ruined that for us. And since COVID doesn't seem to be going anywhere and it just keeps mutating, this is how it's always going to be. Your nurses, your doctors, your surgeons, everybody has to wear gloves in order to touch and operate and do all these things. Well, now we all need to be wearing masks inside at all times because of COVID. But I was really blown away. I did not realize that they were operating and doing all of these things without um, without wearing gloves. I mean, the first thing I thought of was, what if the guy or girl? No, it was back then. It was guys only, I guess. But what? What? What if they didn't cut their nails, right? And they had long fingernails, and you <clears throat> you didn't get under it properly. Um, And you don't get under it properly What They don't clean So now you got that in your body You know You know sometimes I cut my nails And they're like super scratchy What if the guy cut his nails And then he's just like digging around And he's like scratching pieces of you And I just My brain went to so many places I was completely blown away Blown away by that simple fact. And a lot of the stuff that, I mean, let me see here. Over a thousand photographs were identified and examined. Photographs uh, with elimination for repetition, lack of available dating, questionable dates, blah, 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 blah. Um, The years, 95% lower bound and 95% upper bound associated with 0.05. Nope, 0.5 probability for wearing a cap, clown cap, gloves, and mask were 1900, 1896 to 1904, um, 1913 to 1919. The years associated with a 0.5 probability that an anesthesia provider would be wearing non-street clothes gown, cap, mask, were 1883, 1905, and 1932, respectively. Conclusion, timeline for the adoption of each basic article of surgical attire by surgeons and anesthesiologists provides providers were determined by an analysis of historical operating room photographs from 1863 to 1969. I mean, these guys were just in there. And you got to remember, in the 1800s, you'd be lucky if that guy didn't smoke a cigarette and then go operate on you. So, don't be completely shocked that the masks are not going anywhere and you will always have to wear them in the medical industry now. That's what COVID did. So... Absolutely mind-blowing. I had no idea about this. The gloves and the operating and the clothes and the gowns and the caps and everything that they do today. They had to start doing it because of disease control and all this other shit going on. So when AIDS hit, it was mandatory that everybody wears gloves no matter what from here on out. So... Not that AIDS is good, but I guess the silver lining is. At least it made it so that everybody has to wear gloves before they touch somebody else in the medical industry. Silver lining. But crazy, crazy bullshit, huh? And then my last one. Oh, my God. I'm hoping there's a video, but I doubt it. Richard Branson. He wins the space race. Got blasted off yesterday in his $841 million virgin galactic space jaunt. Now, I don't know if there's any videos. Looks like just a bunch of pictures. Uh, just photo the 70-year-old billionaire and five employees completed a long-awaited test flight to space on Sunday. The success of the hour long mission bolsters Virgin Galactic Holdings Incorporated, plan to do uh debut tourism trips next year. So, people are going to be able to do this, um, probably not on a regular, but you're going to be able to do it. Um, let's see, the chat, uh, the Branson's achievement is massive marking coup for Virgin Galactic that will be hard for general public to ignore. Conaccord Genuity Analysis Ken Herbert said in a research note, the challenge now will be for the company to maintain the momentum and establish a flight plan in 2022 that can demonstrate a repeatable and increasing commercial launch uh, cadence. So, they need to friggin' get this stuff figured out and make it so that they could do it all the time. Virgin Galactic plans to begin working through the backlog of around 600 confirmed customers in early 2022. The company has said it will resume ticket sales after the summer's test flights. With executives saying that the fares will be higher than the prior price of $250,000 a ticket. What? Jesus Christ. Now, I got something for you. I say, because this is cool, right? You're going to be able to go up, see space, look down on the planet. Right? So now, every person that believes in flat earth should get a free ride. Huh? Right? I think it would be funny. And and tell them, you can bring your own phone, you can make sure you have your own camera, and you can take a picture of the planet. We'll have cameras, we'll be able to take all the photos for you, but you should bring your own. And take a picture so that you can uh, determine whether or not it's fake. <laughs> right? Why not? So I was like, oh my God, this would be so funny if we could do this. Not only do they get it tested and they get it rolling and they got people going up and it's turning into like a fucking Disney World. You know, because that's what I see next is uh, doing these type of things is going to be like going to Disney And, uh, but yeah, you, you walk up and you're like, I'm a true flat earther. And they're like, cool, hop on in, have fun. We'll see you in whatever long it takes to go up and come back down. Right. I mean, at that point, would you like, if you were a non-believer in anything else, would that change your mind on everything? Once you find out that, like, flat, that Earth is round. (laughs) But, yeah, so this guy did it. He won the race. He's the first one to be able to fly up, do the zero gravity, and then come back down. But Elon went to his house at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning to talk to him about it and stuff. So, these guys are all, you know, even though he's the first one to do it with the Virgin Airlines, it's just they all want this. So, he went there to ask questions, talk to them, congratulate them, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, they're all in the same spot. Elon, uh, Bezos, I think, was supposed to be going up this month in his friggin' uh, rocket there. But I don't know if that fell through. I didn't look into it. And I never, I think it was... July 14th is when Bezos is supposed to take off. So this guy, Banson, Branson, Branson Richard Branson, <clears throat> he's the first one to do it. Bezos will be the second, and Elon is still working on what he's working on, which is like everything else. He doesn't need to be sending people into a space to check it out and then bring them back down because he's building – satellites so that we can all have internet everywhere, you know, tunnels underground and all that other stuff. But it was really cool to see Elon go there. You know, I don't know if they, if he picked his brain or if they just congratulate, you know what I mean? I have no idea what that conversation was about, but I imagine it being Elon congratulating him, him being thankful and maybe there were some questions asked, but I think it's pretty cool. Uh, We'll see what happens on the 14th with Bezos. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Bezos knows anything about Rockets. So I'm like kind of worried that this guy's, get, you know what I mean, something's going to go wrong. But I, I thought something might go wrong with this one, and they went up and came back down, and everything was good. You know, and and now Elon's got his rockets that launch and land themselves. And, I mean, the technology today is absolutely amazing. I'm so glad I'm here for it. Um, But this is is the current events that I had for this week. Really exciting stuff. I love space travel. I love all these things. I think it's great. Um, Let's see. Before I close out for the day... Um, you know, dealing with the loss of my grandmother has gotten a lot easier, obviously. Um, I'm feeling better and I think it's because, you know, um, I got her table now I'm using her table from her apartment and I got another piece of furniture that was from her apartment that I'm using uh, for the computer and the main, the main, the mother station over there. And, uh, you know, uh, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be getting, um, Ma is going to be buying me some new microphones. So, and, and, and sometime, I don't know when, but I'm excited. So, This is what I'm doing to help myself get over the loss of my grandmother. I've got stuff that I'm touching every day and going to be using at least once a week. Um, And then the microphone is going to make me feel like I'm talking to her. So I'm excited for the upgrades that are coming. Um, When, I don't know, but they will be just like everything else is going to be changing again. Um, I want to get some stuff put up on these walls. Um, trying to do some other stuff over here. It's just weird. And I'm trying to work out all the bugs. Um, I guess you could say, because I'm just like, every time I think I'm going to do something, I'm like, or I try to put a screw in somewhere and the wall falls apart because I got horsehair plaster everywhere. So the things that I can do and the things I can fix, I'm working on those. But I, I I just felt like that was how I could always keep Ma with me, you know? And I don't know if this helps anybody else deal with the loss of a loved one or anything like that. But it's helping me get over my loss of my loved one. So, like I said, I got, I got the table now. Uh, I'm loving it. It looks better in the room. It's a little bit smaller because this is not a big room. So it works out a lot better. It makes things uh, a lot easier. Um, and, and, and it just reminds me of her. And, you know, I don't know if it's called a buffet or something. But it's just really it's really nice to have a couple pieces of furniture. And the microphones are going to make me feel like I'm talking to her. I don't know if that's crazy. Um, but I know it's going to make the sound better. And it helps me... Um, deal with the deal with the loss I've lost I've I, I, I've had to deal with so just a little bit of something for anybody else out there who's lost lost a loved one trying to get over it these are the things that I'm doing to help myself get over these things so that's all I have today that's the weekly roundup that's the current event that is talking with topher episode 67 so. Uh, once again, I just need to thank all of you out there for subscribing, watching, liking, listening, commenting, sending emails. It's fantastic. Keep it up. Keep it coming. I'll keep coming back week after week to enjoy more of this with you. Um, and then of course, if you are new to the podcast, please remember to subscribe Smash that fucking like button. Do whatever you got to do to it. I don't care. Click it. Step on it. Please click it. Click the like button. This is free content for you. It's not free for me to do. So that's all I ask. Like the videos. Subscribe to the channel. And comment. Make friends in the comment section. Alright? Do it. Talk. Discuss. Please, it helps the algorithm um, a lot, actually. Comments are really important to it. I don't know why, but they are. So please and thank you, and I appreciate you if you already do. And turn on those alarms. Turn on the alarms so that you know when all the new episodes upload. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. All right? I'm on social media. Go there. Click the follow button. And uh it's just uh, another way to get some extra content throughout the week. So Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook, go there, follow. I appreciate it. And then uh, official email of the podcast is talking with Topher at gmail.com. That's T A L K I N with Topher at Gmail.com. If you want to talk about something, that's the best way to get this started. Uh, DMs and all that other stuff, I get to it, but not as quickly as I check my email. So if you want to get something started, send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N Topher, at gmail.com and we will do that, whatever it happens to be. You can call me out, maybe I was dead wrong, maybe you disagree, maybe you just have a story or you know somebody's story that you want to have, whatever it is, send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N Topher, at gmail.com. Um, And with all that being said, that's it. It's Thursday. I hope you enjoy your Thursday. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.